It's getting harder to avoid advertising in the streaming TV experience. Services are adding ad tiers and new ad formats, and ads for products are coming to the Fire TV experience. Listen on to hear more. This week, we will talk about the advancement of advertising into the streaming TV experience. I know you've noticed this, but there has been a lot of stories this week about how more ads are coming. And we'll be talking about stories involving Netflix, Disney Plus, Amazon Fire TV and Vizio and more. But first... The next TVOT Connect is a must-attend session delving into politics and advertising. We have representatives from Republican and Democratic ad buyers, Evan Tracy and Mark Joblanowski, Bill Day from Magid and Perro Haler from Locality, Fred Godfrey of Origin, and it's all moderated by Albert Thompson. Don't think of this or any TVOT Connect event as a webinar. It is a conversation driven by your questions. TVOT Connect is there to help you grow your brand in the community of TV professionals, learn and connect with your peers. After every open session with the main speakers, the community will gather in breakout rooms to discuss what they have heard and connect with one another. So join us on Thursday, November 2nd at 11 a.m. Pacific to learn about politics and advertising and start to grow your standing in the TV professional community. And you've got to be there because there will be no on-demand access to this discussion later. You can find out more and sign up at itvt.com forward slash tvot forward slash connect. That's itvt.com forward slash tvot forward slash connect. And if you missed it, there's another in the Follow the Money series coming on November 16th. We'll see you there. Now on with the podcast. So I want to start out by clarifying uh, the acronyms that I'm going to be using. Now, I know you all know SVOD, Subscription Video On Demand, and this is where you pay a subscription fee and get access to an on-demand content library. Well, AVOD is a little bit more complicated. The service provider inserts ads into the on-demand library to which it provides access. Now, AVOD services can be free, like Tubi, or require a subscription like Hulu. So all the top 10 services also have provided an AVOD service tier. Only Apple TV Plus now does not offer an AVOD tier, and there were rumors afoot that 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 is coming soon. So the bottom line is that SVOD and AVOD refer to monetization models and are not mutually exclusive, and in fact are being blended a lot in our industry right now. So maybe a really good place to start is let's do a quick review of how AVOD is catching on with SVOD subscribers. So according to new GFK survey data, Peacock has the highest penetration of ad viewers. GFK says that 64% of Peacock subscribers are watching with ads versus 28 
that are watching without uh, and apparently there is also eight percent that are watching both I'm not quite sure how that's happening maybe they've subscribed separately to both tiers but uh, that's what gfk says number two in that list is hulu hulu has 57% watching with ads and 39% watching without ads. And Paramount Plus and Discovery are both about, they're about equal. About 46% are watching ad-free and 50% are watching with ads. So that's where they are. Now at the other end, Netflix, Disney Plus and Max have much lower penetrations. GFK says 22% are watching with ads for Netflix, that 26% are watching with ads with Disney Plus and 27% are watching with Max. So I think the moral of the story here is that if you wanted lots of ad viewers, you should have launched with an ad tier from the start because those services that did now have very deep penetration of ad viewing in their subscriber base. Could be a long time, I think, before we see those types of penetrations in in services like Netflix, who uh, Disney Plus and Max. Uh, although I will say that Disney is trying really hard to push people to watch ads because they're raising the price of ad free viewings, as is uh, Netflix. Uh, so that that might push more people into that ad tier. But for now, at least those that launched ads later are seeing much lighter penetration. The top SVODs continue to roll out the ad tier outside of the US. Disney Plus, for example, has just launched its ad tier in the UK. Now, the deal it's done there is a little different than it did in the US. Remember, in the US, when Disney Plus added its ad tier it basically just added ads to the 6.99 a month tier which was previously ad free and asked customers to pay three dollars more if they wanted to continue to watch ad free well they're not doing quite that in the uk the company's introduced a lower priced ad tier and introduced a new premium tier at the same time so what it's done is there's now a standard with ads that's available for £4.99 per month. That's about $6. There's a standard ad-free tier, which is what they have right now. And that's staying at £7.99 a month. But those users previously could enjoy 4K HDR Dolby Atmos sound versions of the content that it was watching. They will only be able to now watch HD and standard surround sound. To watch 4K HDR with Dolby Atmos, you'll have to subscribe to the premium ad-free tier, which is being introduced at £10.99 a month. That's £3 more. Now, those seeing ads will watch four minutes per hour. That's pretty much the same as it is here in the US. But movies will not be interrupted by them. You'll watch your four minutes, I guess, up front or maybe at the beginning and some at the end. And kids content will also not receive ads. And I'll say it's important that Disney Plus and and anybody else that's launching here keep that ad load low because ad loads in Europe and in UK are much lower, about 
about half actually or a little bit over half the ad loads that we see here in the US. So four minutes is a good load to launch with because that is still significantly below what a UK viewer would watch on a UK TV station like ITV which runs ads. So they still get a lighter ad load there. So that's what Disney is doing in the UK. Now Netflix is pretty pleased with its ad tier progress. It said this week that it has 15 million subscribers to the ad tier globally, which calculates out to about 6% of subscriptions. And uh, Netflix has actually launched an ad tier now in 12 countries. It's in Australia, Brazil, Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan, Korea, Mexico, Spain, and the United States and the United Kingdom. But you know, funnily enough, that GFK data I mentioned earlier, if the GFK data is accurate, Pretty much all of the ad viewing subs for Netflix are here in the US and Canada. Now, Netflix is also innovating the ad experience. During the Q3 2023 financial call, co-CEO Greg Peters said that the company would introduce what it's calling binge ads early next year. Now, the way this works is after you watch three consecutive episodes, viewers will get to watch a fourth episode ad free but there will be a hero spot served up at the beginning of that uh, that uh, episode that really focuses on that advertiser and telling you that it the ad free viewing of the fourth episode was brought to you by that advertiser and it's also allowing advertisers to insert QR codes in their creative so all of that will be coming early next year. So it's great to see ad ad innovation like this. I hope we see a lot more because I personally and I think the industry would like to see the ads have a much lower impact on the experience while still maintaining value of course for the advertiser. So it's great to see innovation and I hope we see plenty coming from other providers. Now I mentioned at the beginning that we are going to see more ads in the connected TV experience. And I have to say what Amazon is doing with Fire TV, no other provider has done today. Now you'll remember Amazon announced in September that Prime members would begin seeing ads in Prime Video starting early next year, unless they paid $2.99 a month extra. Uh, And actually, I wrote quite a long piece on this because I think it's pretty confusing inside the Amazon interface, Prime Video interface, because it is so tightly integrated freebie. It's sometimes difficult to tell when you're going to watch a piece of content that has an ad in it from a piece of content that does not have an ad in it. Um, So actually, maybe this will clarify for viewers when this happens uh, next year they'll be seeing everything with ads. So I guess that kind of clarifies things. But they can avoid those ads, at least some of those ads, by paying this $2.99 a month extra. For Fire TV users, however, they have no say in the matter. They are going to be seeing more ads in the Fire TV interface. So the first, the biggest change, and the one I think that you will notice immediately is that advertisers will be able to buy that first slot on the hero bar at the top of the screen. That's that big space at the top of the Fire TV screen where they run promos for videos and try and point you at new content that's available. Well, 
when they introduce this new feature, you are going to start seeing ads for products, not just for other content or movies or free content that you might want to watch. So if you've been looking at a new computer on Amazon on your laptop, you might end up seeing an, an ad for a computer when you turn on your TV. Now, advertisers can also place ads into the content carousels in the interface. So if advertisers select a high genre as the target for their ads, when you, the customer, starts browsing Nightmares Guaranteed row in Fire TV, which is where all the movies are, one of those tiles could end up being an ad. And they're putting it in other places too. So if you do a search on horror movies, perhaps with Alexa voice search on your Fire TV, mixed in with the ad results, you could well end up seeing an ad. So this is a big change, I think, in the way that Fire TV is treating ads. No other provider is doing it. Now, certainly many of the other providers, Google TV, uh, Vizio are allowing content providers to buy ad space on that home, home screen and in that hero bar to push their content. But nobody has connected product advertisers into that space and into various other spaces inside of the connected TV interface. So this is something quite new. Uh, so why don't you tell me in the comments if you are more or less likely to buy a Fire TV powered device because of this coming advertising be really interesting to hear if that might affect your next purchase decision and finally i wanted to mention vizio now vizio has in the past worked with partners worked with advertisers to create special content well they are continuing to do that and they are creating some sponsored content this holiday season they will debut a Christmas-themed makeover show called Merry and Bright with Grammy-nominated singer Jordan Sparks. And this is all sponsored by Home Depot. The three 10-minute episodes will appear in the Watch Free Plus built-in fast service on Vizio TVs. So you might want to start looking for that. I guess that we would start to see them maybe early next month. So I think the bottom line here is that advertising is creeping into all parts of the streaming TV experience. And this is something I think we're going to see more of in 2024 and beyond. Now, if you would like a rough transcript of this podcast, just stop by the Endscreen Media website and look for the posting, the latest posting for Endscreen Noise on the analysis page and you'll find it right there. And uh, while you're there, if you haven't done it, sign up for the Endscreen Media newsletter. It's free and you can get the weekly or daily edition and then you'll know when the next Endscreen Noise has dropped first. This has been Colin Dixon and I'll speak with you again next time. This podcast is the property of Endscreen Media. All rights reserved.